Welcome to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God chapter by chapter. This is Carlos, and we're on Revelation 17. Including this chapter, there are only five more chapters left in the New Testament for us to feed on. Chapter 17 plus 18 and the first part of 19 covers the destruction of Babylon the Great. This is a significant spiritual vision that John saw and recorded for all the believers. We can feed on this chapter, but it is like an inoculation or medicine or antibiotics. It might not be what we're used to eating all the time, but it's necessary and important. It can target some particular hidden germs inside of us that are harming us and limiting God's full operation inside of us. What's covered concerning Babylon the Great and her destruction occurs at a specific place in the book of Revelation. Immediately before this, in chapter 16, there's a severe general judgment of plagues on the earth and especially on unrepentant man. These are serious and exceedingly great. But consider even after that, God saw it fit to show John another spiritual vision of the destruction and judgment of something specific and particular called Babylon the Great. God's wrath was to be poured out specifically on this great Babylon. Also recall how the book of Revelation is a consummation to the entire Bible. The vision of Babylon the Great is the full and final development of fallen man in his utter rebellion against God, instigated by Satan. Babylon showed up way back in Genesis 10 with the kingdom of Nimrod, the first type of Antichrist, who was the first to lead a widespread rebellion against God and to bring in idolatrous substitutes for the true worship of God. Then in the book of Daniel in the Old Testament, these Antichrist kingdoms are portrayed sequentially as detestable beasts in utter rebellion against God. So now in Revelation 17, all that utter rebellion and counterfeit reaches a climax in this developed vision of Babylon the Great. It's not a mistake that this vision is the penultimate or second-to-last vision before the final, ultimate, and greatest vision in Revelation, which is the revealing of another woman, not a harlot or an evil woman, but the bride the wife of the Lamb. What a vivid contrast we can see between Babylon the Great and the New Jerusalem. One obvious contrast is that both of these consummate women have gold, pearl, and precious stones. While the New Jerusalem is built up solidly with these valuable materials, Babylon the Great, according to chapter 17, verse 4, is gilded with gold, precious stone, and pearls. Also, she has a golden cup, but it's full of abominations and unclean things. The outward appearance seems similar to the New Jerusalem, but God cares so much for more than outward appearance. Beyond a superficial veneer of value and substance are abominations, idolatry, fornication, murder, blasphemy. She's drunk with the blood of the saints and the martyrs or witnesses of Jesus. She's in bed with the kings of the earth. Even the terrible beast is involved here with her. Age after age, she has trapped multitudes in her clutches and harlotries, destroying countless God-created vessels. God will righteously judge her. He will not tolerate her mixture, rebellion, hypocrisy, and murder. Now for some medicine. This is a serious and strong warning for us. We must seek to gain what is valuable in God's eyes not just a good appearance only, or just something for show. Are we similarly gilded and superficial? And what's on the inside of our cup? Lord Jesus. 
We don't want just a thin layer of gilded gold, pearls, and precious stones on us. We want to be solidly made up of this, constituted of something valuable. It's something you can't just scratch off. Even worse is that that superficial false exterior is full of and hiding corruption and filth. We're all tired of falsehood, pretense, and fake exteriors. We long for reality, for genuineness. We all desire genuine sincerity. Jesus is the most sincere of all people. Many people have been damaged and hurt by hypocrisy and pretense, especially by those who claim to be followers of Jesus. It's such a huge turnoff. So it can be a source of encouragement that God will not tolerate hypocrisy, especially religious hypocrisy, forever. But I especially hate the hypocrisy in me. I want the Lord to uproot that deep-seated Babylonian characteristic in me. I need the medicine. So here's the place where we can take in this kind of medicine, the antibiotic to kill the germ in us that loves to have an outward appearance only, or just a show of a superficial thin layer of something of God. I want all that Babylonian flavor inside of me and in my life to be dealt with. I don't want it to be dealt with then. I want it to be purged from me sooner rather than later. We all want to be part of the new Jerusalem, the bride, the wife of the Lamb, who is solidly built up with that which is weighty and valuable. This woman is filled so much with Christ as her reality that even the Lamb himself can say, I can marry this. This matches me. This time this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. No falsehood. No pretense. No makeup covering up spots and blemishes. She's spotless. Just like in Ephesians 5.27, she's a glorious complement to Christ. God's way is the way of reality and of life. It's more than just appearance. God's way is different, but Babylon's way, her way, is the way of good appearance. But inside, it's gross mixture and utter unfaithfulness and consummate rebellion against God. We should be those who are not drugged like so many by her mixture and deviant charm, even causing the mixture of the things of God and of the world, including politics. She did have an appearance of good. So many were drugged and anesthetized by her, probably thinking they were making a difference. Good intentions are not enough here. Here we need to ask, what is the substance? Is it just a thin veneer of the appearance of virtue? Under her spell, many have been gradually led into fornication, the improper joining of persons away from their intended, which is God in Christ as our bridegroom. So you see here in chapter 17, it's very clear that Babylon the Great is an utter abomination to God. She's a detestable counterfeit to the beautiful, glorious bride of Christ. In the next chapter, we see her socioeconomic, commercial, and material side, but in this chapter, we see the religious mixture and hypocrisy in her. In both aspects, she has oppressed and defiled many. When we have a clear view in the spiritual realm concerning her, we will rejoice at her destruction, like at the beginning of chapter 19. But this germ in us must be dealt with first, if we want to be among those rejoicing at her great fall. Revelation 18.4 says, Come out of her, my people. And we also need her elements to be purged out of us.
So let's be those who take in the medicine and avail ourselves completely to the Lord so he can fill us with himself and constitute us as his bride, beautiful, genuine, bright, and full of life. Thanks for tuning in and keep enjoying feeding on the word of God.